Hi, my name is Aurora. Last week, I spoke to my roommate's girlfriend, Rosie. It was pretty awkward, but it prompted me to do a lot of thinking. Thinking about myself and me as a girlfriend and if I should be one. I know it sounds crazy, but in the past week, I couldn't stop thinking about something that Rosie said about how when she got in a fight with Anna, she wanted to go to talk to her right after so that she wouldn't spend a whole day worrying about her. It was weird because I don't know if I've ever felt that way. Mark and I have been together for three months and it's a really good time. He's a good guy and there's nothing really wrong with our relationship per se, but I don't know where it's going. And, I mean, I don't know if that's the point of having a boyfriend, is knowing where it's going, but it's not like I'm looking to get married either way. And I've never talked about anyone the way Rosie talked about Anna, and I don't think Mark thinks about me that way either. And, I don't know, I think I want to break up? Like, last week we watched a movie together, it was some superhero movie, so I asked what he thought the coolest superpower would be. I said flying or teleportation would be best, because obviously. He said he'd choose super strength, which is just like the lamest power. He was saying it would be cool because of the intimidation factor. Like, if you were super buff, no one would ever mess with you. But I feel like if it's a superpower, it's a superhuman ability, meaning it wouldn't affect your muscle mass at all, you know? He disagreed, saying it wouldn't be physically possible. And I'm like, sure, maybe it wouldn't, but also having to be buff in order to have super strength makes even less sense. Fucking med students always thinking I give a shit about physiology. Whatever, either way, all the cool stuff that comes with super strength could just as easily be achieved using telekinesis. And I don't know if I'm well suited to be with someone who doesn't understand that. It's like saying that werewolves are cooler than vampires in anything other than Twilight. I mean, I accept differing opinions, but we need to at least be operating from the same baseline. I mean, Mark is smart, he's funny at being kind, and he's kind of funny. Plus he's hot as shit and I'm a huge fan of that. And my parents like him, and spending time with him also means spending time with my sister Carmen, which has never really happened before. I'm not in a bad place by any means, so I don't know why things don't feel completely right. But I can't shake the idea that something's just not quite clicking. Like in the first half hour of a thriller movie, I'm the white girl who runs towards scary noises and my relationship is the recently out of a mental asylum killer who probably has like a weird gimmick like wearing a figure skating suit or leaving pop cans wherever it goes. Actually that's a horror movie I might actually like. I'm still undecided as of now. I like Mark, for sure, and I don't want to have to stop spending time with him, but I think I may not be content, which I guess isn't something I've considered all that much before. But seeing Anna being, like, happy in a consistent way makes me feel weird. It's not like she gets back from her dates leaning on the door, clutching her chest and swooning like a 1980s bachelorette after meeting the man she'll know she'll marry. But at the very least, she's like the self-assured femme fatale who knows her future is secured. It's good. She's never seemed so okay before. That sounds weird. I mean, it's not like she's usually unwell, but it's nice to see her like this. Laughing and talking and always present. I don't know. It's like when she's having a good week, but all the time. It's a good look on her. I kind of just want to be like that too. Thank you.
first guy I dated was called Kieran. It was my second year of high school and it was insanely exciting. He took me to all the swankiest date spots in town, the Lumber Knob where you can buy lumber but it's restaurant style, Meadows Deados where you can watch widows talk about their dead spouses, and the fishing pond, obviously. You get some redfish, some bluefish, some fish with a quick sarcastic wit and if you really hate someone you can find some catfish there to mess with their self-worth. Not that I've ever done that, but it does feel useful to know. Kieran and I were going on all these cool dates around the city, so one day I decided to tell Carmen about it. She told me he was taking me on all these dates because he didn't value me enough to spend money. I trusted her because she has lots of guys interested, and I broke up with him. Flash forward two years, she told me my prom date's tux color was too close to the color of my dress, but they weren't exactly identical, so it would clash in photos. Then the next guy's hand size was too big to hold mine properly, and then I think there was an astrology thing with one guy. One time, the way he arranged candles in the background of his Instagram post looked too much like the graffiti outside of a bar Carmen's bartender ex-boyfriend worked at. Yeah, maybe I should have caught on that all of these excuses were bullshit by then. It's just since forever, Carmen has always had a weird thing about boys. With boys she dates, I guess I get it. She didn't want me telling anything to her parents about them, but I don't understand why the guys I date matter to her. Like, my parents are both super protective of us when it comes to dating, but I've always been more eager to impress Carmen than either of them. That's why dating Mark's been so great. It's like, for all these years, boys have gotten in the way of our relationship. Like, when we were kids and boys had crushes on her but not me, even though we're literally identical twins... I guess what they say is true. It's what's on the inside that counts. (sighs) Well, anyways, even in high school, she'd sneak boys over and wouldn't let me hang out with them. I'd hear them in the next room laughing, flirting, using hookah so they could pretend that their tobacco intake was an ethnic thing and not just a bad health decision. I resented every single boy she brought over because they kept me away from her. And I resented her because she kept me away from boys. I actually resented Hello Kitty too for the same reasons. So like, I love Carmen so much. She's my sister and even though we've never really been all that close, I know that she'll have to be in my life forever. Like even if the rest of our family all simultaneously die in like a Diet Coke related explosion because Diet Coke is the only thing both sides of the family can agree on and technically we wouldn't have anything tying us together anymore but I know Carmen and I would still keep in contact or else our parents even in the afterlife would do so much worse than Diet Coke would ever dare. I'm just at this good place right now where I'm dating Mark and finally in the same social group as Carmen and I like where I am. Like, when the three of us are together, it's great. It's like we're Chandler, Monica, and Ross. Or I guess it could also be Rachel, Ross, and Monica. Either way, it's a good place, and I don't want to lose Carmen when I feel like I'm going to actually know her for the first time in our lives. It's funny, we lived in the same houses for 20 years, but I never knew anything about her. And I like knowing, and I'm starting to think she likes knowing too. I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to go to work now, so I guess I'll report back with my decision later. Fuck, who knew romantic relationships could affect my relationship with my sister, too? Well, I mean, I guess my parents' constant fighting and eventual divorce did kind of splinter my relationship with Carmen until now, and it's like a whole part of my backstory. But still, it's weird to experience it firsthand. Well, peace out for now, I guess.
well, I did it. I broke up with him. It was fucking exhilarating. The little scumbag came to my work during my shift with a woman. Which is fine. Men who can't be friends with women are a major red flag. This particular woman was wearing one of those cool-ass propeller hats like Pablo from the Backyardigans. Now here's the thing. I'm not fully convinced that those hats don't give you the power of flight. I think they're cool and the only reason I don't own one myself is because with great power comes great responsibility and I'm just not ready for that. The girl was super pretty though and I wanted to get to know her but I was nervous to go over to their table for, you know, obvious reasons. So I just didn't serve them for a while and my plan would have worked too if it weren't for stupid Toby. He asked me why I hadn't served them yet and I was basically backed into a corner where I had to either disclose even more details of my personal life to him or face the product of my poor decision-making skills. So I walked over to where Mark and Propeller Hat Girl were seated and started serving them. I handled it well for all of 30 seconds. Then he said, Were you avoiding us because of her dumb hat? I kindly informed him that I believe in the power of human flight divorced from quote-unquote engineering, if that's even a real thing. Like, for real, I don't know what engineering is. Anyways, they, they gave me their orders, and as I was walking back to the kitchen, I was just thinking about the interaction. Because Mark is smart and outgoing, and my family likes him, but he couldn't understand how super strength doesn't automatically mean you'd be super buff. Worse than that, though, he wouldn't even try. And to him, vampires can't be real, because it wouldn't make sense. And yet he still believes in preheating the oven. I realized right then that I don't want to be with someone who won't make the effort to see things my way. I eventually brought them back their orders and remained civil as I continued to serve them the rest of their meal. Finally, they asked for their bill and I waited for them to give me a tip before telling Mark, I think we need to break up. It was definitely a weird moment, but knowing me, it could have been weirder. The worst part of it all was that he just said okay and left. I was standing there ready to cry or tell him he's a dickwad or do my classic Aurora thing of causing a scene with a customer. But I didn't do any of that. I just stood there and watched him go. And then he was gone and I don't have a boyfriend anymore. I think there's a part of me that was actually kind of hoping this would feel worse. But I feel great. The rest of my shift was nice actually. It's strange, you know? I'm so used to yelling at customers when they annoy me that quietly ending a relationship gave me the adrenaline rush of fucking bungee jumping. Part of me does feel like I kind of rushed this whole thing, and even though I got off my shift an hour ago, I still haven't told anyone about it. But I feel good. Look at me, I'm single, I'm a woman, I'm a single woman, I can go and flirt with men and pick up on signals. Oh fuck, I may not be getting married anytime soon, but it just occurred to me that that doesn't mean I'm any better at being single than I was before. <laughs> <laughs>